What's going on, MLW Rewind? It's your host, your boy, George McKay. And I am not here today with my partner in crime, my best friend, Uncle Bobby B, baby. No, unfortunately, he is, uh, well, not unfortunately, he is setting off on an awesome road trip into Edmonton to watch some wrestling this weekend. So he cannot make it here for that. But I do have a very cool replacement for her first time actually sitting down with me on MLW Rewind. Please help me welcome the future of podcasting, the interview princess, my little girl, <laughs> Cassie. What's up, mini host? Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. Well, like we say it like we don't uh, see each other every day. Yeah. But we do. All right. So we're here to talk some MLW today. And you sat down with me to watch this week's episode of Fusion. You know how much of, a, of an MLW fan I am. You're also a fan. We enjoyed Fightland last week where we finally got to see Hammerstone capture finally capture the MLW Heavyweight Championship. And now this is kind of the fallout from Fightland, but also prepping for the Opera Cup. And our main event, obviously, as everybody already knew, spoilers ahead if you haven't watched it yet, but our main event is Tom Lawler versus Davey Richards, round number one of the Opera Cup, the opening round, opening match. So this is a great main event, but there's a lot to talk about before the main event. So this starts off with the debut of Tyga Style, Lee Moriarty, as he takes on Calvin Tankman, heavyweight hustle. Man, and also there was something pretty cool, and you may want to weigh in on this. Right before this match kicked off, they shared a tweet of Enzo Amore yeah. checking out MLW. And apparently, Cesar Durant has been very, uh, very talkative or vocal with Enzo over the last couple of weeks, uh, possibly about him maybe coming to MLW. That's unofficial. That was just at the beginning of the episode. But it would be pretty cool to see the real one, as he calls himself, yeah. in MLW. I mean, I'm sure he's changed his attitude and landscape from uh, WWE because there was a lot of backstage heat from how he kind of conducted himself. So, I, I, you know what? I'm not going to hate him. I mean, I think everybody's due for a second chance. And I think Enzo in MLW would be the right fit. I think it would be pretty cool to see him. What about you? Uh, yeah, he was probably one of my favorite wrestlers in WWE when he was in it. Um, and... Yeah, I would love to see him in MLW. Absolutely. I think that's great, too. I think that's great, great, great. So let's get into this match, though. I mean, what can you say? Uh, there was a lot of back and forth. I mean, obviously, Tankman being the bigger wrestler, it was a very easy story to be told of Moriarty trying to get the edge on Tankman, but Tankman really having nothing at it. Early on in the match, we saw that awesome shoulder tackle, which sent Moriarty across the ring, which is pretty cool. But then as the match progressed, and this match went for almost 20 minutes, about 17 and change. As the match progressed, Moriarty got his spots. He got uh, Tankman on his back a few times with a couple kicks to the face. That octopus hole was great. And then Tankman, when he broke the arm bar or the try on the arm bar, he got up and literally punched Moriarty right in the face. And Moriarty just popped right up like it was nothing. Yeah, it was like nothing. I loved the no sell from Lee Moriarty. But what can you say? Um, Tankman uh, got a back elbow near the end of the match on Moriarty. And then he did go for the Tankman driver. Moriarty countered it briefly, but then he got caught by Tankman into the Tankman driver uh, for the one, two, three. Calvin Tankman wins this one, but uh, was a great uh, MLW debut to people who may not know Lee Moriarty. Uh, and I know my partner in crime would be missed talking about Tiger style and how much uh, he missed this match, but he's obviously going to catch the replay on YouTube. But yeah, I mean, Lee Moriarty was very impressive, always impressive, but great to see him in an MLW ring. Now, obviously, this match was pre-recorded. So since this match was pre-recorded, he was uh, assigned or has signed with AEW. So he will be uh, a permanent member of the AEW roster. But this match was an interpromotional fight, if you will, AEW, MLW. And it was great to see Tiger Style 
in MLW. He also is in the Opera Cup. He is taking on um, Mad, Mad Dog Matt Cross next week in the uh, okay. second round. So that'll be a great, great match. Uh, hopefully, Tiger Style can uh, can uh, capture uh, that win and move on a little bit deeper into the Opera Cup. I really like to see him take on Alex Shelley because I know uh, he looks up to Alex Shelley and Alex Shelley is one of his mentors. So it'd be pretty cool to see Lee Moriarty and Alex Shelley deeper into the Opera Cup face each other. It would be pretty cool. cool. But what was cool about this match is that um, at the end of it all, Tankman picks up Moriarty in the corner. A little bit of respect shown. Moriarty raises Tankman's hand and, uh, you know, he leaves the ring. And just as Tankman's about to leave the ring, we get interrupted by Top Team. That's right, King Mo. And the suplex of Saxon, our friend, Alex Kane. Yep. They offer Tankman a spot in top team. Alicia's there. Says to Tankman, hey, got one question. Are you in or are you out? And uh, Tankman grabs the mic from Alicia, looks right at King Mo in the face and says, I'll think about it. And it was also uh, pretty shocking because the crowd didn't want it either. Yeah, the crowd did not want it. They were all like, no, no, no. Tankman just kind of looked around, didn't give an answer, said, I'll think about it and walked away. Mo and Kane looked a little bit upset that they didn't get an answer, but hopefully next week we will see if he'll be in top team or not. American top team. So you know what? Hey, great way to kick it off. I mean, Alpha has been so epic every week. The last three weeks, they progressed so much. And the matches are killer. Cesar Durant is the booker, the head matchmaker, if you will. And he's been absolutely killing it with these matchups. I mean, Calvin Tankman versus Lee Moriarty is easily a pay-per-view caliber fight. Mm-hmm. and this kicked off the show this wasn't even the main event but it easily again i've said this before it easily could have been the main event now we get a media video uh like a media uh sorry a media promo from our fearless leader of contra joseph samuel uh hammer has two belts and one leg his ankle is mangled fight land was not the end you cut off one head to grow back hammer will pay the reckoning of the final battle is near War Chamber is coming. Then we get a Durant promo. Hammer interrupts Durant's phone call, and he opts to vacate. This is breaking news. He vacates the National Openweight title. Says he's always hated the guys that pulled the ladder out from underneath you, and he feels like somebody else deserves this opportunity. Durant tells Hammer to sit so they can talk about their future. Hammer says he can't. So Duran asks him before he leaves if he's ready to face the wrath of Contra. Hammer says, anytime, anywhere. Duran says, well, I'll help you pick your team for War Chamber. Hammer says, set it up, but I'll pick my own team. Right after that, we get the Alicia Altut expose on Cesar Durant. This was crazy. She's talking about what happened between what happened on his final night in Boyle Heights. She's got a video of Durant on the run. Goes to his office at Boyle Heights, leaves it in a hurry. And then there's footage of him in Rio, Mexico, all over the world. She's wondering what he's done from then until now. And why has Court Bauer given him all this power? They showed another piece of footage of him on a private phone call, shot kind of hand cam in between a couple of rafters. And all we could really make out was a couple pieces of audio. He's a wolf in the hen house. Mm-hmm. He's going to take his time. Then he knows the camera and he scurries off. Then we get another piece of footage from the final night in Boyle Heights where there's a mysterious woman going through Durant's now vacated office. She's looking all over the place, shuffling papers, going through drawers. Then she looks up and sees the camera. And then she throws something in. She smashes the camera. We really couldn't make her face. Even if you were to slow it down, you really couldn't make her face. I mean, I'm going to opt to say that it was Selena De La Renta, but that's just too obvious. Yeah. Considering what happened to De La Renta the season finale of uh, MLW. 
last year so or earlier this year. So you know what? I, I'm not going to make any guesses. I mean, you could say it's Lena De La Renta, but it's too obvious. I don't know who the mystery woman is, but obviously as the weeks progress, we will find out. Now we get to some women's action. That's right, featherweight division. We get Brittany Blake versus Demi Exo. And this was a great match. I loved uh, Blake's speed. I loved uh, Exo's power. And ultimately, though, Exo hits the knee to the stomach or kick to the stomach, hits a pedigree type maneuver, looked very similar to Triple H. I'm not sure what she calls it. And she gets the one, two, three. But the featherweight division, this is the second match they've shown now, and it's in great hands. And right after that, we get uh, a Willow Nightingale promo talking about her win last week and how she's excited for the future of the division. And she is the babe with the power. That's what she tells Alicia. And look at great as she always does. So shout out to Willow Nightingale. Shout out to the ladies of the featherweight division. It was awesome. What's your thought on the women's matches in MLW so far? Um, I really did like the Blake versus XO match. It was very good. I like Blake's hair. <laughs> Red and black hair, yep. Yep. <laughs> That's the mini host dream hair. Yeah. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. But uh, what do you think about the featherweight division so far? What do you think about the ladies and what they're doing and what MLW is doing to, uh, you know, showcase women in their product now, which is something that, uh, if I remember correctly from early on, the one thing you said when you watched a couple episodes with me earlier this year, said that was the one thing that was missing was women. And now that it's there, how excited are you for that? Um, I'm happy with the women that they, that they have on their roster. And it looks that they are pretty talented at what they can do. And I'm excited to see what comes next. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Now we get into uh, Osprey. Uh, more news about Will Osprey. We already know he's coming to MLW. Um, a lot of news broken about that. A lot of podcasts talking about it. And uh, we know officially now he will appear in December in New York. And that's when we will see Will Osprey in an MLW ring. Could not be more excited for that. So we get another Hammerstone promo. Kind of looks like he's leaving the building. One of the cameramen asked, hey, Hammer, who's going to be the first to get a shot at the title? Just as Hammer's about to answer, we get a sneak attack from Contra. But Hammer doesn't stop it. No, he actually gets saved by EJ and Duca. Yep. Duca says he's tired of this Contra shit. He's not going to take it anymore. At that point, Hammer says, well, you know what? I need some members on my team for this War Chamber thing. Let's go to Durant's office a little bit later, and we'll discuss it. They shake hands, and it looks like Duca is now going to be a part of Hammer's team for this War Chamber fight. What are your thoughts on that? You like Nduka? You think he can? I mean, he's just as big as Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> so I think uh, I think he's a great addition to Hammer's team. Yeah, I think definitely uh, when they get their whole team together, I think that they might win. You know, you're putting you're already putting your money in on that already. I'm not even going to predict it yet. Well, I think the mini host win. is predicting. They have two strong guys. Plus Richard Holiday, he oh. is the most marketable man in sports. <laughs> Try his coffee. Try <laughs> There you go. I'm gonna tag. We're gonna use that as the clip. I'm gonna tag Richard in that. So <laughs> the mini host says, "Try out Richard Holiday's coffee because it. it is so dynastic." So now, now cut the promo like that. Look at the camera, really intense, and say, "Try Richard Holiday's coffee. It's dynastic." Ready? One, two, three. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna step out, and you're gonna step in. Here we go. Ready? I'm out. Try Richard Holiday's coffee. It's that's awesome. That's awesome. That's how we cut promos. So I'm going to tag Richard in that. I'm sure he's going to share it all over your place. Now, obviously, I hope he's probably saying that you're too young to have tried his coffee, but he appreciates your support. Okay. I'm sure he does. Okay. <laughs> and I believe she's the most marketable person in all of sports entertainment. That's my opinion. <laughs> so um, we also get some updates from the MLW doctor. 
Hammerstone is eight weeks away from full recovery on his hairline fracture in his ankle, and Holiday is listed as day-to-day. Now, uh, it's main event time. <laughs> Davey Richards, Tom Lawler, round one of the Opera Cup. This match was incredible. Great back and forth. A lot of submissions. Great ground game from both men. My favorite spot was right at the end. And again, spoilers ahead. Uh, Davey gets Lawler in an ankle lock for like the third or fourth time in this match. And he's got him on the ground. Double kick to the back. He is wrenching on that ankle. Lawler's dead center of the ring. Has nowhere to go. He is literally crawling. Trying <laughs> to get to the ropes. And right before he passes out, he gives the double bird, the double middle finger. And he passes right out in the middle of the ring. Ref stops the match. Davey moves on. Lawler is out of the Opera Cup tournament, but great match. I loved every second of it. And this match, this match went for 20 plus minutes. And I would have to say, correct me if I'm wrong, you've seen a lot of Filthy Tom matches. Mm -hmm. I think this was his best match against one of his strongest opponents. And I mean, it's no surprise that Davey moved on. It sucks. I love Lawler. I wanted Lawler to move on, but uh, I'm glad that Davey moved on. What are your thoughts on that match? Um, probably my favorite part is when he stuck up the middle finger at the crowd <laughs> and then he immediately passed out. That was probably one of the best parts. Um, but overall, there was a lot of throwing, kicking. It was crazy. Great ground game, game submissions, yep. all that stuff. Just your typical great wrestling match one-on-one. Again, if I had my own wrestling school, this would be one of those matches that I would show new students on how to tell a perfect story. These two gentlemen knocked it out of the park and it was a great made event. And you would think that would be the end of the show. It's not. It's not. We actually get another Durant vignette, if you will. Um, oh, we forgot to talk about earlier on how Durant, uh, right after the hammer and Duca thing, they cut to Durant and he said he's very disappointed about the expose. He cannot confirm or deny if any of those scandals are true, but he is going to prove he's the ultimate matchmaker later tonight. And now it leads into this. Richard Holiday is entering Durant's office. He's very confused as to why he's there. Durant tells him, hey, I respect the dynasty. And then Richard Holiday goes on to list his accolades from being the Caribbean champion to being the most dynastic man in sports to being the most marketable man in sports to also being the Caribbean champion. Durant says, yes, you are. And I'm also very disappointed that your girlfriend would do an expose like that. Richard Holiday promptly says, I have no girlfriend. What girlfriend do you speak of? Durant says, Alicia Atut. I can't do it in the Spanish accent that he did, but he says it that way. And basically, he's going to make Richard pay for Alicia's expose. That's right. Next week, Richard Holiday will defend the Caribbean Championship against King Muertes. And uh, Richard looks at Durant and tells him, you should prep. <laughs> prep to hear from my lawyer slash father. Oh, yeah. She, I swear she was watching. I, I hope she was watching. I love putting her on the spot because you get these kind of reactions. But yeah, he's prepping for his lawyer slash father. And then he punches the punching bag and Richard Holiday storms out looking very undynastic. So what do you think about that match next week? King Mortis, Richard Holiday, unfortunately, having to put his Caribbean strap on the line. Uh, you know, I got to say, I don't know who's going to win that one, but we'll see. I uh, unfortunately, considering his ties, King Mortis's ties to Lucha Underground. Yeah. Uh, and Aztec Underground, I'm going to say probably Durant's going to find a way to screw Holiday out of his Caribbean championship. Yeah. And we will have a new Caribbean uh, champion. And that was also revealed a few weeks ago uh, when Battle Riot was being taped. We knew that Richard did lose his title. So not a shocker, uh, but, you know, who knows? Maybe the information wasn't 100% correct. 
And again, you would think this was the end of the show. It's not. It's wow. not. It's not. The cameramen are outside. They're tracking down injustice. Myron Reed, Jordan Oliver, they got some words for 5150. They're tired of the sneak attacks. Pay respect to their name. They were doing this shit first. And at that exact moment, 5150 rolls up on injustice again. They take out Reed. They take out Oliver. They get in uh, Danny Limelight's car. And they speed off as Oliver and Reed lay on the floor in the parking lot. And the camera goes off air. So what can you say about MLW Alpha Fusion, which has an order reset? Another amazing, amazing, amazing night of wrestling. One hour and seven minutes that easily could have gone longer. I, I could have had more, but with everything they packed into that hour, it was incredible. I give it an A+. I always do. I love MLW. The good, the bad, the ugly. I love it. And there wasn't a whole lot of bad or ugly this week. It was very enjoyable. The promos were on point. Uh, the matches were on fire. Uh, man, Tankman and Moriarty. I almost want to go back upstairs after we're done recording this and uh, watch it again. So what are your thoughts from the matches to the promos, to the stories that were told to how they build from week to week? What's your grade for MLW Alpha there, mini host? An uh, A++. A++. No better way to do it. So uh, that was pretty quick. I'd say it was about 15, 20 minutes, something like that. Yeah. I also want to mention when 5150 interrupted uh, Injustice, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> when one of the dudes threw Jordan. Slice Boogie. He threw Jordan Oliver into the uh, parking pole, if you will, the cement yeah. pole. <laughs> and he said, uh, I'll put you in the ground, son. Yeah. And then Danny pulls up in the car and says, let's go, let's go. We already told you, bitches. And they just, they just roll out. And it was great to see Danny Limelight doing his thing. Slice Boogie. We love 5150. Uh, we've had Danny, interviewed with Danny a bunch of times. Had a pleasure of him having him on the show. He is a member of the Straight Talk family. And thank God he is. Can you yeah. imagine if he wasn't on our side? Scary. All right. Uh, should we shout out the socials real quick? Yeah. All right. So, mini host, give everyone in the MLW Rewind world your social. My social is Instagram, and I am the mini host. Perfect. And uh, you guys can catch us, obviously, on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe. You get MLW Rewind. You get all the straight talk conversations. You get all the five questions with the mini host. And uh, we got a couple new segments that we're working on as well. So stay tuned for that. But give us a like and subscribe. It literally takes as long to do that as I said it right now. So please help us out. We're at 372 subscribers, 28 away from 400. It'd be awesome to hit that before the end of the year. We work our asses off. We're not perfect. I stumble on my words. Uh, She forgets to... uh, finish my sentences when she could have said lawyer slash father but she didn't she screwed it all up uh and also our uh, rest of the straight talk socials are at underscore straight talk on twitter straight talk wrestling on instagram facebook and youtube and we also have a tiktok straight underscore talk underscore wrestling got a tiktok we do some funny videos on there dad daughter stuff this is my uh pic my best friend yep other than rob rob's also my best friend i could have two best friends no. No, I can't. Wow. I also want to mention we have merch. Mm-hmm. I have a shirt and my dad has hat, shirt. You have, oh. you have more than a shirt. You have phone cases. You have bags. I have a phone case. Oh my God. <laughs> Doesn't even check the link. Uh, check out the link. It's in our bio. It's the spread shop uh, link in our bio. We also have a couple of tees on pro wrestling tees. Um, anything you guys buy, pay for, we don't get the full pop, but anything you guys buy from us, all the merch that we sell goes right back into the show for guests. Uh, equipment, uh, and just being better at what we do. And also letting you know a little bit of us. We're a family that loves wrestling. Um, and we love talking to wrestlers. We love talking about wrestling, just love wrestling as a whole. Yep. And who better to share that with than your kids. And, uh, 
That's the one cool thing about being a dad is I'm able to pass on my addictions to my kids in the form of the good addictions like wrestling. Uh, I don't have any bad addictions, thank God, but the good addictions like wrestling. <laughs> so yeah, that's it for us. Uh, this won't be the last time that you see the mini host. Who knows? Maybe we bring her back uh, in a couple of weeks. Let us know your thoughts, comment below. And as always, guys, I am your host, your boy, George McKay and the mini host and peace, love and wrestling. We'll see you next time. Peace.